Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, certified integrative health coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. Hey, if you would like more support in reducing your emotional eating so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your emotional eating. There is no obligation on the call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. Now, I only open up a few of these calls each week, so if you would like support in your emotional eating and reducing it, then head on over to the show notes, follow my calendar link, it's a really hard word for me to say for some reason, and book a call. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Today, I am sharing with you the four steps you need to take to address and reduce your emotional eating. That's it. These four steps, and you got it. If you struggle with emotional eating, then this is your blueprint, your roadmap. These are the four steps I took to help me reduce my emotional eating and heal my relationship with food. And these are the four steps I use with my clients to help them reduce their emotional eating and heal their relationship with food. Now, I'm going to be 100% completely honest with you. This process is not easy. It's not just like a checklist, you know, of things you need to do and then you're cured. It is a process that you need to work on and learn and go through in your own way and in your own time. It will be difficult because you are facing emotions, usually difficult emotions that you have been covering up with food for months, years, or even decades. But that's okay because you can do hard things. You got this. I'm going to share with you the four steps you need to take in order to reduce your emotional eating. But I need you to promise promise me this, okay? That you will have compassion for yourself through this process. That you will be kind to yourself. That you will get curious about this process and lose the guilt, lose the shame, and lose the mental beatdowns. Compassion is the only way, my friend. So please promise me this. I will share this blueprint with you, but you must have compassion with yourself through this process. Okay, now that we've covered that, (laughs) the four steps to addressing and reducing your emotional eating are one, decipher if you are feeling physical hunger or emotional hunger. Number two, name the emotion. Number three, allow the emotion. And number four, ask yourself, what am I really craving? Okay, good to go. You got it? You can take it from here? Okay, don't worry. I got you. I'm going to explain each of these steps for you. So let's start with deciding if you're experiencing physical hunger or emotional hunger. The first step when you have a desire or a craving for food is to identify if you are feeling physical hunger or emotional hunger. These are your two hunger types. You are either physically hunger, hungry, or you 
are experiencing emotional hunger. This takes pausing before you reach for food and noticing what's going on in your body. How long has it been since you last ate? Are you craving a certain food? Or would carrots and hummus satisfy you? Did your hunger come on suddenly or did it come on slowly? Is there an emotion attached with your hunger? You need to get curious about what is going on for you and decide if you are feeling physical hunger or if it's actually an emotion. You have an emotion that you want to feed or buffer from and you are wanting food to cover up an unwanted emotion. Now, if you're feeling physical hunger, meaning it's been a while since you last ate, um, a healthy snack will tide you over and you feel physical hunger sensations, then go ahead and eat accordingly, right? Honor your hunger. However, if you are craving something sweet or salty or crunchy and nothing else will do, or you just ate but you want ice cream, then you are experience, experiencing emotional hunger. So now that you have identified if you're experiencing physical hunger or emotional hunger, and you identified it as emotional hunger, the next step is to name the emotion. Get curious about what emotion you are feeling. This is the emotion that you want to eat to cover up. It is usually an uncomfortable emotion like sadness, loneliness, frustration, stress, overwhelm, agitation, irritation, inadequacy, or a host of other emotions that are just not fun to feel. Remember, an emotion is just a vibration or a sensation in the body, and these emotions create an uncomfortable vibration in our body, so we reach for a dopamine hit to hide the pain, and that dopamine hit comes in food form for many of us. So name the emotion. A great question I like to ask to help me identify the emotion is, what would I be feeling if I didn't eat this food? Get curious. Ask yourself and see what comes up for you. You can also grab an emotions list off of the internet. There are hundreds of them out there. So just uh, search emotions list scroll through the options and find one that speaks to you. Use this to go through and try on emotions. Am I feeling anger? Hmm, no, that's not quite right. Am I feeling frustration? No, that's not quite right. Am I feeling loneliness? Yeah, that feels right. Right, you're trying on these emotions and seeing which one feels right. Now, there are so many emotions out there, and I feel like our culture, in our culture, um, when I say our culture, I mean uh, the United States, growing up in the United States, um, I myself am in my 40s, so um, particularly people who grew up in the 80s, 90s, um, you know, we diminish and push down emotions that we only know about you know like there's few that we really know about right because there's so many that we push down and repress that the ones that we just kind of like know about were like stress like everybody knows about stress right sadness we know about sadness and loneliness we know about happy excited right and that's about it 
Now, with an emotions list, this will expand your depth of knowledge in emotional intelligence and will help you identify what is true for you. Now that you have named the emotion, it's time for you to allow your emotions. Now, I go I go into depth in two episodes. I have two episodes on allowing emotions. Um, the first one is titled Allowing Emotions, and that's episode seven. And the second one is Allowing Emotions 2.0, and that's episode 58. So if allowing emotions is a foreign concept, is the first time you're hearing about it, then I encourage you to take a listen to those two episodes to get a better understanding of allowing emotions. Allowing emotions is such an important skill to learn. Like I mentioned before, our culture doesn't exactly celebrate all emotions. We celebrate happy, excited, accomplished. But when it comes to emotions like sadness, loneliness, longing, frustration, or agitation, our culture doesn't celebrate them or really teach us how to experience them or allow them in a healthy way. Our culture has taught us to suppress our emotions, that we shouldn't be sad or frustrated or angry. So we suppress them and we end up eating to cope with these uncomfortable emotions. But when you allow the emotion you identified, you get curious about what is going on in your body. An emotion is just a vibration in your body. So get curious about how it shows up in your body. Get out of your head, stop the judgment, stop the thoughts, and notice what is going on in your body. What sensations do you feel? Tingling? Tightness? Burning? Cooling? Pressure? Does it have a color? Does it have a texture? Where in your body do you feel this? The emotion will run its course and leave your body. This is allowing your emotion to put to be present and run through your body. This is how you process your emotions in a healthy way without food. Now, this is the difficult part. (laughs) This is the part that takes time and patience. This is a new concept and, and, and an abstract concept at that. So it may be difficult to grasp at first, but keep moving, keep doing it, keep practicing. Know that this skill will not be learned in a day, a week, or even a month. It may take months or even years, and that's okay. You have not failed. It will not take, or sorry, it will take as long as it takes. Okay, so just be patient with yourself. Now, the last step to addressing and reducing your emotional eating is to ask yourself, What am I really craving? Now, this is such a powerful question and will help you address how to even reduce or help you manage your emotions in the future. Under the craving for sugar or salt is a craving for something deeper, a craving for something that's not food. Maybe it's companionship. Maybe it's comfort. Maybe it's relief. Maybe it's compassion. What are you really craving? Because it's not really the food. The food is just covering up an unwanted emotion. 
And you can use your emotions to help you discover what you are really craving. Is your emotion loneliness? Maybe you're craving companionship. Is your emotion fear? Maybe you're craving comfort. Is your emotion overwhelm or stress? Maybe you're craving relief. Use your emotion to help you discover what you are really craving. Then find a way to help add that to your life. Maybe you can call a friend or family member when you're feeling lonely. Maybe you can create courage when you are feeling fear. Or maybe you can share your fears with someone close to you. Maybe you take some deep belly breaths when you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed. Or maybe you take a five-minute break to do nothing. Use this question, what am I really craving, to help you add in support throughout your life to help you manage difficult emotions. So my friends, the four steps to reducing your emotional eating are, number one, physical hunger, or decide if you're, if you're experiencing physical hunger or emotional hunger. Number two, name the emotion. Number three, allow the emotion. And then number four, ask, what am I really craving? Start with the first step. Just identify what type of hunger you're experiencing. Then move on to working on naming the emotion. Then practice allowing the emotion, knowing that it is a new skill that you are learning and it won't come in a day. And that's okay. Lastly, find out what you are really craving and use that to help you manage your emotions in a healthy way. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and support more people just like you. Better yet, if you know somebody who could benefit from the information shared on this episode, please share the Lose Your Cravings podcast with them. We would greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we are diving into emotional hunger versus physical hunger. I can't believe I haven't talked about this yet, but I haven't. So we're going to do it on the next episode. Okay, until then, my friends, have a great week. Bye.